Welcome to the Healing Begins podcast channel. My name is Pastor Gail Crock. I'm the Executive Director of Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. And today we're going to talk about breaking the enemy's lies. So I want you to get out your paper, pencil, get out your Bible. Ah, maybe you're not able to do that. You're running down the road or you're, you're just decide to listen while you have some a spare moment of time. And maybe you want to go back later and listen to the podcast and take some more in-depth notes. And so today we're going to talk about the, the lies we believe and the, the lies that the enemy tries to tell us on a day-to-day basis. Now, recommended uh, podcasts to go along with this podcast would be episode 16, Legal Grounds, and episode 33, Soul Slivers and Mental Health, in episode 24, The Heart of Healing, because many times the lies we believe are based around hurting events that we have experienced in our lives. I'll give an example. Maybe you went to church and they treated you really bad, so you come up with a belief that says, I'll never go to church again because it's just full of hypocrites. Now, is that, does that feel true to you? Yes. Is that truth? No, because there's the church is not full of hypocrites. You know, there might be some hypocrites there, but if you look at the church, Jesus said that the, the church, or he came for the unrighteous, not the righteous. So as far as hypocrites go, they're supposed to be hypocrites. So you could, around one hurting event, have several belief systems based on how you feel that feel like they're true but when you look at them they're not they're basically a half truth and a half truth is a whole lie so if you have a hurting event surrounded by several belief systems I call that a stronghold because what that'll do that will that'll chart a course for your life and you will find yourself in a spot and you will say how in the world did I get here again or gosh I just married a guy five years ago and I remarried and I got the same type of guy again or or you might get in a bad relationship and have a bad experience with a guy and come up with a belief system that says all guys can't be trusted you can do the same thing with women now those are belief systems that seem true but they're not true and if we don't get a hold of those things then the enemy uses them so we have the lies we believe that are based on hurting events then we have the lies that like the enemy tries to get us to believe like in the garden he said to Eve did God not say and the devil was trying to twist God's word to get God's words to get Eve not to believe God And so he does that so many times with us. So think of how many people he's lied to about Jesus Christ. I'll give an example. There's a lot of people that don't believe that Jesus was God who came in the flesh, the way, the truth, and the life. There's a lot of people that believe he was a good prophet, that believe he was a good man, that believe he was this, that believe he was that. But none of that is true. He was God that came in the flesh. And what I mean none of that was true that's only half true he was fully God and fully man and 
He was God in the flesh, and a lot of people don't believe who he is. So the enemy tries to lie to us to keep us from God. And then when we come to the Lord, he tries to get us to still to believe the old lies that we used to believe. And so when we come to Christ, the Bible says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. You know, we, you should actually take a moment and sit down and say, Lord, reveal to me the lies that I have been believing, either about myself or about others or what these lies are, and then take the Word of God and write these lies and change them into truth statements, rewrite them, and then break agreement with the lies that you used to believe, and then renew your mind with the truth. You see, that is what we ought to do. And so a lot of times, you know, we have lies that we believe, but we don't even realize it. But the Holy Spirit, if you will ask Him, He will reveal to you what those lies are. And so if the enemy can't keep you from God, he will try to tell you lies about God and about others and try to get you to walk in the old ways as much as he can through his lies. And so the enemies, there's basically two books in heaven, or not in heaven, but there's two books. The enemy has a book and God has a book. And the enemy's books, his book for your life, is full of his lies and what he desires to do to you. And that comes out of John 10, 10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's the enemy's plan for you in his book. To steal from you, kill you, destroy you, and bring you right to hell with him. But however, the Lord has a book, and that's the last half of that verse. I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, in Psalms 139, verse 16, the Bible says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them come to be. You see, there's a book in heaven about you and me. It's about what we could do. It's about all the good things that God has for us. But we have to choose God's book. You can't say, you know, I don't want to choose the enemies and I don't want to choose God's. By not choosing, you've already chosen. And so the Bible says in John 8, 44, You belong to the father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar, and he is the father of lies. Well, you see, when you come to Christ, all the enemy has to stop you are his lies. Well, there would be open doors, and you can go back and listen to legal grounds and learn how to shut the doors that you may have opened to your life. But after that, all he has is his lies, and they have no power over us unless we come in agreement with them. What are some of the lies that we might believe today? Maybe... Maybe the enemy is saying to you, you're a loser. You're not going to make it. God would never forgive you. 
you will never amount to anything. All of them are lies. So how do you break the lies of the enemy? How do you do that? Well, I think the first thing you have to do is you have to have a foundation of truth. And the truth is the word of God. That's what the truth is. And so you need to get into the word and say, God, show me the truth. Reveal the truth to me. Lead me through your word. I want to live my life based on truth. I want to break the lies the enemy has told me. And I want to break the lies that I've told myself based around hurting events. And really, it's really important that we get our life healed up from the soul wounds of the past. And I really encourage you to listen to the podcast, Soul Slivers and Mental Health. Man, that is a great podcast to listen to. I would just really invite you to go back and listen to that. That's episode 33. So it says in John 8, 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That speaks of a process of getting free, knowing the truth. God heals us, and he takes us in layers. It's line upon line, precept upon precept. God wants to reveal to you how you've been walking in a way that's been destructive and help you to get on a better path. And a lot of times... We don't even know it. And so the enemy is a deceiver and a liar, and there's no truth in him. And it's interesting. The enemy, his whole house is built on a deck of cards, and it's all lies. And you pull out the one card, and everything collapses. But God's house is built on truth. The wise man built his house upon a rock, but the foolish man built his house upon the sands. When the rain came down and the floods went up, the house on the sand or built on lies went flat, but the house on the rock built on Christ, the truth, stood. So I want to talk about nine keys to breaking the enemy's lies. First of all, you know in a bank when um, they train tellers to spot a counterfeit bill, the first thing they do is they train them to for the touch and the feel and the way the the real bill looks. So they, they have to study the real thing to the point where when they touch something that's not real or something that's counterfeit, they say, mm, something's not right here. This bill don't feel right. It's like that with God. When you get the word of God in you, sometime you're going to be going down the road or talking to someone and they're telling you something, but inside the Holy Spirit says, hmm, it's not right. It's not right. When you feel that, listen to that. Go to God's word. Pray for revelation. Pray for discernment. The Lord will show you what to do. So, nine keys of breaking the enemy's lies. Number one, we must know the truth in our hearts. We must get revelation of the truth. So we need to be praying, God, reveal your truth to me. Number two, we must agree with the truth and break agreement with a lie. We must agree with the truth and break agreement with a lie. Number three, we must apply the truth. James 1.22 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. So applying the truth is so important. Putting into practice what you've learned. Number four, we must walk in the truth. Third John 1.4 says, 
I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. You know, learning and growing and developing in Christ and walking in the truth, that's a lifestyle. It takes time as God transforms us into the people he wants us to be. Uh, number five, we must declare the truth. Job twenty-two twenty-eight says, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. We must declare the truth. I say declare it out loud where the enemy can hear it. I say declare it even though you don't believe it at times. You know, when you switch from believing a lie to believing the truth, it's going to seem awkward at first. It's going to seem foreign at first. But keep declaring the truth. Number six, we must fight with the truth. 1 Timothy 1.18 This charge I commit to thee, my son, Timothy, according to the prophecies that went before you concerning thee, that by them thou mightst wage a good warfare. You know, you pick up the truth and you fight with it. You declare it. You pray it. You speak it out loud. You fight with the truth. Number seven, we must rest in the truth. I love Psalm 46.10. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. God wants to rest in his ever-abiding, unchanging truth. You know, the Bible says that heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. Number eight. We must renew our minds with the truth. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world any longer, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. You, we must renew our minds with the truth on a regular basis. If you don't, if you don't renew your mind, you, will, you and I will wind up going back to our old stinking thinking. And the reason it's so important to renew our mind with the truth is so that we can discern what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. You see, there is a way that God will permit us to walk, right? But then there is the perfect will of God. The permissible will is because I want to walk that way, but God says, it's not my perfect will for you. I know about you and I, you know, we don't want to walk in a permissible will. We want God's perfect will. Is this perfect will always easy? No, but it is worth it. You know, it's so important that we live the truth and walk in the truth and all these points because number nine, because Jesus is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And that's what walking in truth does. When you break agreement with the lies that you believe, the lies of the enemy, then you begin to experience the true way of walking, the truth, and you begin to experience life abundantly that Jesus is has for you and I. John 14, 6, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man cometh unto the Father except by me. You know what the enemy tries to do uh, many times with unbelievers and with believers at the same time. 2 Corinthians 4, 4 says, The God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. You know, the enemy through his lies has a goal of blinding the minds of unbelievers. Why? So they won't get saved. Then he turns around and he tries that very trick on the believer. He tries to cause you and I spiritual blindness so we will not truly see the wrong stuff we believe because he knows if we will change, there will be transformation and more trouble for him. So I want to pray for you today. I don't know what you've struggled with. I don't know all the lies he's told you. Maybe he's told you you're never going to make it. Maybe he's told you you might as well commit suicide. Man, that's the biggest lie from the pit of hell I ever heard. Hey, that is not an option. Maybe he told you that God can never forgive you for what you've done. Another lie, Isaiah 118 says, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white like wool. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be white like snow. So there's nothing you've done that God can not only wash away and wash that stain away and forgive, but God doesn't remember it no more after you come to him and confess it. So I do not know the fear. You know, fear is false evidence appearing real. The enemy uses fear, lies, manipulation, worry, all the what-ifs. But God, God's truth stands firm. And sometimes when you're declaring the truth, it's really flying in the face of what you're seeing in the natural realm. You know, and we got to declare the truth. So what's been declared in heaven will be manifested on earth. That's what we've got to continue to do. You've got to continue to declare the truth until you see the breakthrough that you're looking for because God's truth will always stand the test of time. But the enemy's lies will always fail. And you know what? There's a place that God has destined the enemy to be. And that is in the lake of fire. God never planned us to be there. He planned that we would be with him in heaven. So you know what? Accept the free gift of eternal life. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Be my Lord. I want to live for you. Whether you understand it or not, Jesus is actually looking for you and wants you to come to him. And he will help transform your life. So today I'd like to pray for you that God would give you revelation that if you're believing things that you shouldn't believe that he would show these things to you so you could write those things into truth, renew your mind, and, and start seeing a deeper transformation in your life. Lord, first of all, I pray for those that do not believe today. I pray that you would come by your Holy Spirit. And take the scales off the eyes of those that do not believe so that they can believe and see the glory that you have prepared for those that love you. Jesus, so many times people are trapped and they have distorted images of God, distorted images of themselves. Lord, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Reveal yourself to those that are listening to this podcast. 
And Lord, I pray for the believers that are listening to this. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to them the areas of their life where there have been lies that they believe that have caused destructive patterns of behaviors in their life. I pray that you would speak to them, minister to them, reveal to them in the name of Jesus areas where they can renew their mind and change. Lord, I thank you today that you came to give us life and you came to give it to us more abundantly. You are the way, the truth, and the life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for this podcast, Breaking the Enemy's Lies. I hope this has been helpful. I just say thank you so much for listening. Like us on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Pandora. We're on Apple. We're on all those podcast channels. There's a new podcast coming out every week. Please go back and listen to the other ones that are out there. Man, there's some good stuff that will strengthen you in your walk with the Lord. I hope you have a great day. This is Pastor Gail saying, Jesus came to give you life and give it more abundantly. Choose his way and break the enemy's lies.